Yeah, I'm already a bear singer, so. <laughs> oh, no. She's like, oh, dad's in the other room with doing a podcast again. God. <laughs> well, I mean, if there was a mark of, like, embarrassment, that's probably up there. Yeah, my dad's a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> that's a valuable skill to add to the resume. In, in like... In like 10 years, there's going to be like 25% podcasters at like Parent Career Day. <laughs> Once that movie sit ahead, I'll ask a link and she'll say, I haven't seen it. Welcome to the Haven't Seen a Podcast. It's a podcast where we bring people on the show and we get them really drunk and they tell me about a movie that I've never seen before. I'm Alinka Zach. And I'm Will. And welcome to, in case you didn't hear it, the Haven't Motherfucking Seen It podcast. And uh, guess what, baby? The doctor's in! You bet your ass he's in. Hi there. <laughs> That's the sound of a confident doctor. Yeah, I'm going to oh, real hot on the mic. <laughs> I would have you check my pulse. It's there. <laughs> Great. Don't do my job for me. <laughs> You're right. That's all doctors do. That's all my doctor does, at least. Well, guys, you heard him. You heard his voice. Uh, no, I don't think he has a PhD, but he is a doctor. He's the host of the Doctor DC podcast, as well as a producer of the Brain Freeze Podcast Network, the network that we are under. Uh, we're talking to Reed Vanier today. Welcome to the show. Howdy. Thank you for having <laughs> me. Uh, it seemed like obligatory. Is it too like? Is it, it does it display too much hubris if I like demand that you call me your podfather? <laughs> oh my god! So it's funny you say that because that's the I earlier you said you feel like you have to impress me, but I feel like this is an interview essentially. Like <laughs> I'm trying to impress like, you to to keep our spot on the network here. Right, like the boss has dropped in to see how things are going. Yeah. 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 This is a stressful podcast for me personally. Yeah, well I mean if you if you if you listen to our show, you know that the you you know that the bar's pretty low. So I think you're fine. You're going to do just fine. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I can do this. I got this. Mm. What are we talking about today, Alenka? Ooh, I just remembered. Boy, I hope it's still accurate. We're talking about Casablanca, baby. That's right. Yeah, baby. Yes, <laughs> baby. Okay. Yeah. Alenka said baby like one Prime. time or a few times during our show, but I've been listening to your show for like probably two or three years and you guys say that all the time. <laughs> it's, oh, man. It's definitely just, I say it in real life now too. I have to like, like catch myself at work so I don't go like, oh, it's done, baby. Or like in, in an email or whatever to my boss. An email. It's so habitual for you that you're even typing it out at the end of your sentences just to tie everything together. I actually do. There's a, a few people that I message with where I will write it out like, baby. How many Ys are in that exactly? Because that's important. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you how I spell it. It's very simple. It's B A Y B as many E's as you need. <laughs> okay. As many E's as need. Perfect. To emphasize the point. Yeah. 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 It only makes sense. How many? Um, oh, never mind. You go. Sorry. How many what? No, I retracted it immediately in my mind because I was going to try to tie it back to Casablanca. And I was like, how many fucking B's are in Casablanca? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one. 
The troubles one. of three people don't amount to a hill of beans, baby. <laughs> Is that a line from the movie? Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> this is a... So, yeah, earlier I was thinking about not embarrassing myself, but I decided, why not? That's the whole fun. Alanka's a dum-dum. Casablanca's a place? It is. It's in Morocco. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. I know. No, I know. Yeah, I've been there. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> this movie is pretty old, yes? Uh, Yeah, from the... 40s uh, it's set in like december 1941 i assume that it's filmed kind of somewhere around there because humphrey bogart the star of the movie was sort of Sick that name. like 30 30s and 40s like he was he's like a legendary actor from any era but specifically that one yeah for sure no i knew his name for sure <laughs> um yeah uh okay is this the scene is this the movie with the scene at the end with the airplane and someone's like uh something regret it today maybe not tomorrow or something something years from now yes it yes it is that movie you're a hundred percent want to know why i know that uh yes i do of course do you want to guess Oh, uh, you were getting on a plane and someone said, you're going to get on that plane. Uh, (laughs) I wish. And then I wish someone cared that much about me. And I got, oh, is that what she does? Is that what he does? She there's a lady. I know. Uh, No, obviously not. I know about it because Family Guy made reference about watching Casablanca the porno. And they were like, (laughs) it wasn't about leaving. It was like, you'll either regret it or not if you don't hop on this dick. Was the, the craziest think, thing is that Casablanca is such like a quotable movie that now all I can think of are like how to turn those quotes into porn <laughs> lines. Like this is gonna hundred percent ruin this movie for me. All things quotable can be ruined, misquoted. That's specifically. true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Um. I um. I don't know anything other than that plane. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good, though. I mean, that's a pretty iconic <laughs> that's moment. It? Well, there are so many quotes even in that scene. He he has the big speech about, like, you're going to regret Those it. Those are maybe all not today, the Maybe quotes. not tomorrow, but, but someday and for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. Uh, that's, that's what he says. It's also the same scene where he says, uh, the problems of three people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. It's also the scene mean? where he says... Where he says, we'll always have Paris. These are all things we'll get to. That's but, like, from that, that scene movie. Has, like, so many things yeah. that like you may probably have heard, probably have seen on Family Guy. So many oh, yeah. things are from Casablanca. It's like an iconic, like masterpiece movie, one of the best movies ever made. Okay, this is a love story. In a sense, yeah. Actually, it's not. I mean, it, it I mean, is, but it's sort yeah. of sad. Yeah. All right. Here's what I perceived to have happened. Okay. Lady and boy, man. Uh, they go to vacation separately. Right. They meet somewhere, <laughs> perhaps Casablanca, perhaps Paris, because I didn't know that line was in here. Maybe they meet in Paris and they fall right. in love. And, right. and that happens. And then later down the road in their lives, they go to Casablanca on vacation again. But this time the lady's like, oopsie. I don't like you anymore. And they break up 
And she's like, I've had such a terrible time with you. I'm going to leave. And that happens. And that's how it ends. I will say, I will say that some of the pieces were correct. Yeah. Yeah. You had some of that jigsaw puzzle going on. So if it's not a romance, though, then it must be he's a mobster. Um, again, not exactly. (laughs) (laughs) There's like this movie, this movie, maybe it's because it's in black and white, but it deals in shades of gray. Ah, (laughs) is he a prostitute? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how do you work that into a quote? Is he like, so I don't really know what happens in that movie either. The shades of gray one had a really accidental. That that was me confusing the matter. It has nothing to do with 50 shades of gray. (laughs) I just meant that like, it's about like ambiguous morality and like they're in love, but can't be together. It's like those kinds of shades of gray. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. That makes more, way more sense than what i was thinking that would have been an extremely progressive movie for the 40s <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it have been just humphrey bogart tied up being ripped <sighs> by sam yeah. more like Wait. humphrey bogart am i right <laughs> is that how it happens i thought it was the reverse i thought so i thought 50 shades of gray was like everybody's like oh yes female empowerment but is it not is I actually don't know, but I think, she, but I think either way, displaying that kind of those kind of sex acts on screen wasn't going to happen in the forties. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, no, I don't want to see that movie whatsoever. So, <laughs> but we'll talk about it soon. <laughs> I'm going to be so uncomfortable. I'm so Catholic. I think you should double down on the discomfort, and you should have Zach back on for that one. Oh. oh my god yes yes i was hoping that we would shit on zach this episode that would be I'm so oh, glad be you brought episode up. of uncomfortable zach if you're listening i love you but you knew this was gonna happen <laughs> i'm gonna hate that episode now i'll cry <laughs> oh well uh <sighs> i don't know if you will be crying after drinking our drinks that was a terrible segue. <laughs> Not bad, though. It's better than whatever I did. How many beats in Casablanca? Some, like, let me make some notes here on your podcast report card. <laughs> oh, Fuck! No. Fuck! Will, pick it up! Is that, that was like a C-minus segue. <laughs> Great sense yeah, of humor you, gets you made me get. You made me get the worst drinks i i refused to mix them you gave me the <laughs> yeah. option not to mix them but i refused to mix them because i can't imagine them being good together but i do want to are... see what i i had to go all around town to find brandy uh and i had to go also all around town to find jaeger because i refused to pay for alcohol that i was going to drink for one podcast <laughs> so how on earth did you go about this were you just like hey friends do you got I me in the I, I texted the fanciest people I knew and I was like, you have a well-stocked bar, right? <laughs> Are these a fancy like things? I mean, Brandy is. I think is Brandy it? is, yeah. Yeah. Jaeger is isn't as fancy. <laughs> no. Especially when you bomb it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it was nice of Will to say to put it in a nice glass so I wasn't just drinking it out of red Solo cups. <laughs> yeah, well... Otherwise, it would have been memories. as all beverages are in the Reed house or yeah, in the Reed's household. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. You true. only use how red you, solo cups. How did you know the rule? <laughs> well, I just got the vibe. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> what I'm just a kidding. horrifying insult! That's... I'm sorry. You just don't have a green background like us, so I knew you were different. <laughs> That's true. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on the edge Folks. of my bed right now because I had to. <laughs> seclude myself in my bedroom because otherwise there would be a toddler running through the podcast the whole time which kind of would have been enjoyable next time am i supposed we'll to start drinking these already i i i can never tell when people start drinking on this show <laughs> oh yeah very um, fair usually sometimes immediately before, sometimes during yeah. it all depends on who it is and how drunk they like to get okay Since i'm gonna take a little sip of brandy and a little sip of jaeger before yeah. we like get like into it just because i want to make yeah. sure that i'm participating <laughs> i and really folks, this combo of drinks i call uh vichy water vichy 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 can't remember how it's pronounced vichy like vichy. the designer vichy vichy water that's that's what this combo is called uh french brandy and german jagermeister okay and, uh, she's french he's german no <laughs> okay <laughs> that's no not at all He's French. She's German. Also, no. It, it doesn't work if you reverse it. Someone invades France from Germany. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. I will say I I'm feeling these drink. I'm feeling both of these drinks in my nose, but I think I'm oh, ready. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling it. <laughs> I'm ready to. You it's had a, a sip of both, and you're like, it's, whoa. It's been whoa. a while since our episode is revolved around just straight liquor <laughs> it's not we mixed. had uzu the other day oh that's true no i mixed mine with blue sourpuss and put put it in a spray bottle so that doesn't count. <laughs> well technically it's all alcohol well i'm fine well you got creative. i'm mostly i'm mostly keto so i don't really drink alcohol and i'm in my 30s and i have a child so like even just a little sip of this is like spring break <laughs> Well, oh, by no. the end of this, you're gonna finish those glasses. <laughs> those those little goblet babies. All right. Did you talk about the drink? I just did, yeah. Was it thorough though? It's it's fine. Okay. The drink's the I title. guess we People find out it. enough about <laughs> it later. It's all gonna fall into place. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, let's get into place. Read. How does this movie start? Uh, this movie starts with the old timey. Uh, 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 I think it's MGM logo. What is no. that? No, it's not MGM. Oh, who is it? <laughs> oh, it starts with an old timey <laughs> film studio logo. Yeah. And then it goes into a very old timey, just like slowly spinning globe. Because um, the mm. movie opens basically with like, a voiceover giving you context, which is in the context is essentially uh, it's the it's World War Two. Uh, Germany has invaded France. Uh, Northern ah! France is occupied. People are trying to escape. They go from Paris down to Marseille, across over to Oran, and then take the train over into French Morocco to Casablanca, where they hope to catch a flight to Lisbon and henceforth to America for freedom. Which is basically the like this this radio kind of announcing thing. Basically, that was says, amazing. The plot of the movie is about getting to America, and to get out of Casablanca, you have to get on a flight to Lisbon. <laughs> and it, the movie basically says, like, write this down. This is literally what you need to know for the movie. <laughs> um, 
And then we go to a scene where you see um, uh, the French, because uh, like Southern France was unoccupied during the war and uh, like French North Africa was unoccupied technically during the war, but they were all under the Vichy regime, like a puppet mm-hmm. sort of French uh, uh, democracy. What's which was Vichy really- regime? Yeah, it was like they a, moved the French capital to Vichy, and they were mm. sort of like a puppet regime to the Reich. Uh, they were technically not occupied, but they basically answered to the Germans. Mm, gotcha. Um, so you see, so all of like the law enforcement in North Africa, and that that's why everyone is French in this movie. Um, uh, you see this French guy; he gets like a telegram, like, and he he hops on the phone and he goes. There's been like a murder of this German officer. He was carrying letters of transit uh, and they have gone missing. You know, arrest anyone suspicious looking. Look for these, like find these papers, find these transit papers because they're like carte blanche, basically flights out of <laughs> Casablanca. Mm. Um, and so then uh, it, it starts like the cops looking for whoever stole these transit papers, mm-hmm. which okay. is a pretty big, uh, pretty big piece of it. Is um, there what kind of music is this montage by chance when the cops are going through like uh, not it like, like a not like a modern montage but you do see like a couple of short clips of like people being brought yeah. in like bringing in the and, usual suspects which is a phrase that comes up a lot in this movie and they focus um, on uh, this like one uh, I guess well we don't know where they're from yet but we this one couple and they're like hoping to get out and it's kind of an interesting like you you wonder, like, are these our main characters? But it, they're not. But they do come back later. What yeah. a ruse. You're, yeah, you're, but it's just trying to set up the idea that, like, you, it cuts to Casablanca. And basically, it's like some people just get stuck in Casablanca because they make it that far. And then they can't get the papers to get on the flight to Lisbon to get out. So Casablanca has sort of become this home for all these, like, wayward souls sort of displaced by the war. Um, but is it nice then, there? Um. I mean, the movie version of Casablanca is uh, seems fine. <laughs> um, okay, I don't very know, beautiful. I've, I don't know what Casablanca is really like. Um, All right, you what did. I've you seen. Upset me. Pictures. I'm marking Great. my read report card. Not <laughs> oh, enough enthusiasm about Morocco. Oh no, not like this. <laughs> it's an um, F plus on the travel guide. <laughs> could you imagine if you opened a travel guide and it was like i don't know i've never been there <laughs> i would be thankful for their honesty <laughs> yeah fair enough um you uh you see uh, a german plane touch down at the airport in casablanca and all these know. german officers get out and this is where we meet a couple of main characters so we meet uh major strasser who's this German officer who has shown up to like oversee that they find these papers. The papers cannot go missing. Uh, oh, so that was slightly know. Arnold. Well, if yeah, weird, that's all I got. It was, it was weird <laughs> watching this movie for me, like to watch a movie made in 41 about mm. Nazis while that was happening. Because <laughs> yeah, every movie it, I'm used to is like, oh, this is history. This is actually happening at that time yeah you're right it is kind of strange that way um and then you also meet the head of like the french police in uh casablanca uh his name is uh captain renault like the car uh, 
So uh, Renault is this very like deferential, like, oh, hello, Germany. Thank you for coming. And he's uh, saying like, we'll find the murderer, blah, 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 blah. And um, basically uh, Renault says, listen, anyone who's anyone, if we're going to catch them, they're going to be at Rick's this evening. Rick's is the, like, the place in Casablanca. And it's where a bunch of illegal stuff goes down or like people well, like we're going to find them at Rick's. So they go, OK, we're going to we're going to go to Rick's. And then you shift to Rick's Cafe American, which is this very kind of like cool nightclub. And it's like what? a casino. And it's this very like it's a, there's jazz music playing. It's a very cool place. Big open space, like the sort of the sort of like place that they don't make anymore. Yeah. What the heck does cafe mean in French then? Because a cafe here is sure as shishka not a casino. Yeah, I mean, I, I I guess it's because you could just stop in for a drink or something like that. But yes, it's definitely stretching the definition huh. of the word cafe. Um, I'm also not sure what precisely about it is American other than maybe the jazz music. But um, it's a cafe American. So there you go. Yeah, well, it's, it's, uh, a but very this is diverse, we- it's a very diverse cafe. Really? Yeah, it seemed like it's definitely friendly to all of these sort of wayward people. There's people from all yeah. over who have ended up in Casablanca yeah. that go to this place. High rollers, low rollers. Um, when you're in there meeting people, they uh, someone says, like, can I talk to Rick? And he's like, I'm the second most important person at the Deutsche Bank or the Swiss Bank or whatever. And the guy says, that won't impress Rick. The first most important person at the Swiss Bank is his chef now. So it's it, he's it's trying to portray that like all these people have had to leave their lives behind. They're stuck in Casablanca. But that that Rick's seems to be like the great equalizer where like everyone is sort of friendly, uh, roughly. He's the um, neutral American. Rick is, of course, our main character played by Humphrey, Humphrey Bogart. Uh, his name is Rick Blaine, which is like a Rick weirdly is- modern name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like Stallone's next movie where he plays Rick Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rick Blaine sounds like he needs the nuclear codes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know Stallone but- movies, so perhaps that was a reference and I just didn't. I wasn't. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're in this cool club. We finally meet Rick, uh, and we're hearing about him from other people too, like because people want to brush up close to him because he's a big deal. So we hear that he doesn't mm. drink with customers. We hear he like doesn't basically like play the gambling games. He doesn't come out on the floor. He doesn't all of these sort of things. But we do see him, um, and then we meet another classic actor who's in this. Uh, Peter Laurie plays this guy named U- Ugarte. Um, you would probably Ugarte. recognize Peter Laurie from like old Looney Tunes cartoons because they used oh, him as I'm a Googling model that. for he was like sort of like big eyes and he would talk like this that sort of like Igor voice <laughs> oh. as Peter Laurie. Um, <laughs> oh yikes. So, he looks odd. <laughs> yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, iconic, yeah. Iconic actor. Uh, so he shows up and basically he says, uh, Rick, maybe you heard uh, somebody has these letters of transit. He's like, I need you to hold on to them for me. And Rick goes like, I don't want them here overnight. This is going to cause me trouble. And Ugarte says like, please, please, Rick, I'm going to sell them. I'm going to make a lot of money. You'll never see me again. And they go like, okay, fine, fine, fine. And he huh. and so Rick takes the letters of transit, these missing pieces of paper. He takes them from Ugarte. Uh, and uh, that's hot open. That is yeah. a lot Damn. going on right away. 
And I this, found it really hard to follow because people talk so fast in these movies. Yeah. I will like, say that like the dialogue is crazy snappy in these yeah. movies. Like, <laughs> like the way that no one talks, but kind of almost feels like how they talked in the 40s. Yeah. It's like yeah. someone would come in and be like, hey, what are you doing tonight? And you'd be like, I never planned that far ahead. Are you like, yeah. <laughs> like, Everybody's so just snappy. way smarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone is the coolest possible version of themselves, basically, Whoa. in this movie. Yeah. Um, I wish. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you see that. You meet another character. His name is um, Signor Ferrari, uh, who runs mm. like a rival. Runs cafe. the Ferrari business. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Founder of Ferrari. Yeah. He yeah, should have. Right. <laughs> Uh, he runs like this rival business, but he's also like he's very invested in the illegal activities of Casablanca. And he keeps Ooh. trying to buy Rick's bar and Rick keeps saying, like, ah, it's not for sale. And then he goes, how about for this? And he goes, ah, it's still not for sale. Like, like what? He's just being snappy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you meet him uh, and he goes away. It's basically you're meeting a lot of people in this scene. You meet yeah. uh, uh, you meet Rick's uh, sort of lover uh, who basically she's the one that says, like, you know, like, what are you doing tonight? He goes, ah, I never planned that far ahead, dame, or like whatever he says to her. <laughs> oh man! Uh, and uh, he sort of he sort of jilts her, and then she yeah. gets drunk at the bar, and he like makes her go home, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you see that he doesn't put up with shenanigans in his bar, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. then finally, um, the uh, I think it's that's when the captain, Captain Renault, and the German. Major Strasser show up and they say like, oh, we've learned a lot about you. We know so much about you, Rick. And you sort of get this hint mm. that like before he was Rick, mysterious guy that runs this bar, he used to be like Rick, possibly freedom fighter because uh, he's mm. not allowed to go back to the States and all this kind of stuff. He's um, yeah. You, you so get he's like an American mystery. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Rick is an American. That's why a cafe is American. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, he's literally the only like American thing <laughs> yeah. about it. Him and the piano player Sam. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the the boy Sam, as they reference him. Is he actually he, yes. a young boy? Because, no, it's no. because it's the forties and Sam is black. Um, okay. I will say Rick generally is pretty good to Sam, but there oh, yeah. is a conversation I think in this scene with Senior Ferrari when Senior Ferrari is like, I want to buy your bar and then Rick's like, it's not for sale. And he goes, how about Sam? And then Rick says, I'm not in the business of uh, selling, selling people. people. And then Senior Ferrari says something like, uh, you make a lot of money. Like, <laughs> He's like, I sell people. Fuck it. It's, Jesus. it's, it's pretty messed up. Um, yeah. But basically the German and, and this Captain Renault are like, listen, um, we think people are coming through here. Uh, important mm. people. His name's Victor Laszlo. He's like he like leads this like resistance movement. He's coming through here. We need to make sure you don't help him escape. Do you have the transit papers? And Rick goes, No, I don't. I don't know anything about these transit papers. And uh-huh. then they go, Are you going to help Laszlo escape? And he says, Like I stick my neck out for nobody. Rick is this like I I worry about me and that's it sort of person. Mm-hmm. He's like and, the um, ultimate what uh, lawful neutral or what is it chaotic oh, neutral? No, no. I, I, would is call, it? I would call him like lawful neutral. Yeah. What mm-hmm. is that all from? I is that not from? That's like Dungeons uh, and Dragons, right? Yeah. It's is like it Dungeons and Dragons or? Yeah. yeah. I thought that it was some sort of game. What was it called? 
Digi game on the computer. <laughs> on the computer, they made Skyrim also. Oblivion, maybe. Anyways, it's fine. <laughs> oh, like Elder Scrolls? You're talking about Elder Scrolls? I don't know. All right, <laughs> go on. Anyway, he's, he's wait. Lawful maybe neutral, you should emphasize what is lawful neutral. Um, he. Uh, technically plays by the rules. He's not okay. officially breaking laws, but, but he's he not. also doesn't. He also doesn't pick a side. He's just okay. like, if you leave me alone, I won't get in either of your ways. I'm not going to go out of my way. I'm not going to stick my neck out for someone to help them, even if it's the right thing to do. But I'm also mm-hmm. not going to mm-hmm. like go out of my way to like lick your boots like Captain Renault over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So they go like, all right, fine. We're, but we're, we got an eye on you, Rick. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it might be in the same scene that um, because Renault knows like where these transit papers are, they're going to end up at Rick somehow. And I yeah. think they come to get Ugarte in this scene. So, like, oh yeah, Peter, he he talks about like we're gonna we're like we're gonna arrest the man who murdered those those carriers tonight. Here. Yeah, like so it's definitely so he, like, him. Like his- he has the papers and he's definitely killed them. No, no. Rick has the papers, but yeah. Rick has the, is papers the one who killed them. Yeah. 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 That's but, what I'm saying. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they, the, the French the police go up and like, go like, oh, Mr. Agate, will you please come with us? And he goes, Oof. oh, yes, please. Can I cash out my chips first? And they go, yeah, sure, whatever. And he goes to cash out and he's sort of looking around and he sees there's a ton of like cops here for him. And uh, as he's walking out, he tries to close the door behind him and like lock them in. And then he draws a gun, tries to shoot them. And it becomes this big like shootout and Ugarte dies. Oh, no. Um, Okay. Yeah. And Rick does nothing. Like he runs up to Rick and he's like, Rick, you have to help me, please, please. And and Rick's like, no, I I stick my neck out for nobody. And he (laughs) lets Ugarte basically get captured and stuff like that. He allows a shootout in his bar, though, eh? Well, I think he thinks it'll be quicker if he just lets it happen, lets them take yeah. him away, because he doesn't want prolonged troubles. He knows there's going to be some trouble, but mm-hmm. okay, yeah. fair, logical. So there's a shootout yeah. in this bar, and then it's it's like everything just goes back to normal. <laughs> like I was like, all right, let's gamble. Sorry, he just does what Reed's I'm doing just, right now. I'm just <laughs> dosing with these dainty cups right now. <laughs> dainty, dainty sippy poos from. Did you cheers your cups, Will, before you mm-hmm. drank from them? <laughs> it's so That's cute. adorable. I love that. It was so cute, wasn't it? I might try to mix these now. Oh, you're sick. No. Oh, oh, God, no. I'm be- I'm invading. Well, you're going to regret it. Maybe not, today, maybe not tomorrow, <laughs> but someday soon and for the rest of your life. Definitely tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Probably minutes from now. Maybe two days you'll regret I'm it. I'm waiting for you, Will. I want to see what happens when you drink this concoction. Mm-hmm. He's drank some ranky ass shit on this podcast. And uh, it's better than our quid pro quo with the bean juice. Yeah. (laughs) That's not surprising. (laughs) Nothing could be worse. Nothing is worse than that one. (laughs) You're disgusting. You even dug your own hole. You were like, I could froth bean juice. That that was was actually Sam's idea. She was like, oh, you could like froth up the bean juice and make like a foam. And I was like, yeah. You were like, good great. idea. <laughs> good lord. That, that is intolerably <laughs> hipster of you. 
<laughs> yeah, and he's from the Yukon, so he would know. <laughs> he's only yeah, faking don't, it. Don't I look hipster? <laughs> I'm wearing like a mainstream superhero t-shirt and I'm sitting in my house that I bought. Is that the most hipster thing? It is. That's pretty hipster. <laughs> you have a mortgage? Whoa. <laughs> oh, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Trust me. <laughs> Ugh. No. Um, right. So Ugarte is gone, but Dead. they don't. But they don't find the papers because, of course, Rick has they them. Don't, He's hidden. They them. don't kill him in a shootout, though. No, no. I think I think I jumped ahead. You find they out he's dead he later. Again. <laughs> yeah, you find out that he's dead later. Like he dies off screen because there's a scene what? later where Captain Renault is like, "We're just filling out the report. We can't decide if it was a suicide or if he uh, was gunned down." Like, oh, it's just really? showing how corrupt the cops are. Basically, yeah. Hmm. Um, he dies so in custody, they, but yeah. oh, he dies in custody, not yeah, in the shootout jumped, at all. I jumped, okay. I jumped ahead of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Um, I guess. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're next introduced to uh, the next two major players in this movie because mm-hmm. that's when Mr. Laszlo enters the building, accompanied Who by uh, so Laszlo. A lady. Is the, Laszlo is this like underground resistance leader that they want to make sure Rick doesn't help. They want to make sure he doesn't get his hands on the missing transit okay. papers because he's too. He's uh, too dangerous to be like al- to be allowed to leave, essentially. And now maybe they mm. explain this, but I I don't understand why the German, the Nazis don't just arrest him on the spot. Because because technically they're in a foreign country. Uh, oh, it's, technically. The, it's all of this, this like this still unoccupied France, right? Yeah. So like North Africa and Southern France was technically not occupied by Germany. So Mm. there's all these sort of like diplomatic rules that they're sort of dicing around because if they were to violate the quote unquote neutrality or whatever, then it would cause problems. I don't fully I'll admit (laughs) I don't fully understand why you don't just occupy the whole country, but it's probably about the the manpower and stuff like that when you're also fighting a world war. (laughs) Yeah. uh, but yeah, this Victor Laszlo, he's he's Czech. Uh, he <gasps> so from- is my dad. Well, and you'll Continue. appreciate then that these glasses that I have are Czech crystal. Ooh, that was my little contribution sure. to the drink for tonight. So <laughs> wow, um, I don't even know what that means. My dad tells me nothing. Uh, these are these are these belong to my wife. <laughs> um. But yeah, so he uh, he escaped from a concentration camp and he's made his way Same. to Casablanca. So he's like they have this sort of confrontation where it's like, we know who you are. We mm. can't just do anything to you right now. But like you're not getting out of Casablanca, basically. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. They essentially they tell Laszlo like the German Major Strasser is like, I think we should like go down to the prefecture or whatever. And, like we're going to interview you. And then Laszlo turns to Renault and says, you're in charge here. What should I do? And Renault says, please come down. And he goes, all right, sure. They're being like, it's this sort of like very tense kind of politeness. Um, Good cop, bad cop, basically. It, it mm. is kind of, yeah. Like they're all sort of technically playing by the rules, but they all like know that they all hate each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but Laszlo doesn't show up alone. He shows up with his wife, Ilsa, uh, played by uh, uh, Ingrid Bergman. Ingrid Bergman, another Googling. Uh, iconic actress from the time. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I know them. <laughs> Ingrid um, and 
Bergman. She's a Swedish actress. Yeah, Swedish. She, Swedish. Yes, she is. Swiss. Yeah. No, Swiss that cheese. Swedish is not. Swiss. No, not Swiss. She's Swedish. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. yeah. Swiss cheese. But she's she shows up and she's definitely got history with Rick. We don't fully know cool. what, but she knows Sam, the piano player. She asks him oh. to play uh, as time goes by. And Sam's like, I'm not allowed to do that. And then she goes, oh, go on. Please play. Play the old songs. Play as time goes by. And he finally does. And then Rick shows up and he says, like, I thought I told you never to play. And then he sees <laughs> Ilsa. Interesting. And before and she anything never, can happen. She never uh, actually does say play it again, Sam. No, she doesn't. Wait. That's a yeah. fake quote. Fake That's quote. not. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. It's a fake quote. It's not a real Can quote. Can you explain? Uh, Stop. That was good. <laughs> no, they say Never they tell happened. Sam, the piano player, to play things, and they always say, play it, Sam, play it for me. But everyone quotes the movie as play it again, Sam. I don't know where that started, but yeah. it's, mm. it's do you think, fake news. Do you think Perhaps the, do you think an uncut second- version. Do you think that the secondhand sporting goods shop in Ontario played against sports was based off the <laughs> yeah. fake quote from Casablanca? Oh my God. I think so. <laughs> no. They've modeled their whole branding around it. Is it used equipment? <laughs> Is it I not? thought it was. I thought it was this whole thing was that it was all like used secondhand. And also, stuff. at least Casa- the stuff I was getting was. Casablanca, the uncut version, is definitely the porno version of this, uh, of this movie. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Hashtag release the Snyder cut of Casablanca. <laughs> yeah, okay. The Snyder cut? <laughs> Stress uh, me out. There's so many foreigners, too, in this movie that it could be a thing. Sorry, that stresses probably you was out. a thing. <laughs> foreigners yeah. in the movie? No, 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 no. I'm just <laughs> saying that it was very probably likely. They got a bunch of European people. I thought this podcast people. was taking like a weird alt-right turn or something. <laughs> Everybody chill out. No. Um, well, I'm funny, yeah, Rick comes over. This movie is pretty diverse in its casting. There's a lot of... Mm-hmm different yeah. uh people from different countries in this movie it's not just like an american production yeah. even just like the people working at rick's like the characters even there's a german guy that's like the mater d there's a russian guy behind the bar there's like i think it is an italian guy is running the the like the the roulette table in the mm-hmm. in the back um it's it's the idea that Casablanca has become home mm-hmm. to all these expats, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Rick yeah, comes over sense. and he's like, Sam, I told you never to play that song. And he sees Ilsa and they pause. And before anything can happen or they can say anything, Laszlo and Renault uh, join, like come over and, and join. And Rick violates his rule of never drinking with customers. And he sits down. Oh. With them and, has a drink. Mm-hmm. and Rick picks up the check, which is another uh, rule mm-hmm. that he breaks of his own. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so we're trying to history. impress someone. Exactly. Ilsa is clearly important to him. Uh, they clearly have history. Um, and then they were married. That's about. We don't get too much like a background on them. We just go like, oh yeah, well, we knew each other in Paris or something like that. But we don't get too much yet. Hmm. Uh, and then, but later that evening, hmm. after everyone leaves and the bar is shut down. Rick is just drinking alone at a table, like heavily. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And uh, Sam is closing up the piano player and he says, like, come on, we can go anywhere. We can go home. We can go like, well, you know, we'll hit the town. We could get on a train. We can leave Casablanca. You and me, we're a team. And uh, Rick basically goes like, play the song again. 
And he goes, uh, I don't know if I should. And he goes, you can play it for her. You can play it for me. Play it. Um, uh, and he makes him play as time goes by. What is this song? In his bar. Uh, you know, as time goes by, you would know it if you heard it. Don't please don't you make me sing it. it. You can <laughs> sing it. Immediately, like, no, please don't. Please. A kiss is just a kiss. Yeah. Is it that one? Look, oh, okay, okay. Just a look. I Something got like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well done. It's in uh, when Harry met Sally a lot. The, the whole soundtrack in this movie is in when Harry met Sally. Yeah. <laughs> and this Pretty is when we thing. get a, this is when we get a flashback mm. to Paris. Uh-oh. We see uh, we see, see Rick and Ilsa together. They're like driving around Paris and they're sipping champagne and she's like Watch putting I flowers am. in the window and they are like the most in love. Rick is smiling for the first time in the movie. <laughs> yeah. um, mm-hmm. I did um, notice that one. <laughs> it's kind of weird because Humphrey Bogart is so known as like a film noir, like a detective, like kind of yeah. character actor like well, he, he was does in the big he, sleep and the maltese falcon and all these kind of things <laughs> he and does he say never like smile line right he says that line of all the gin joints and all the places in yeah. the world you had to walk into mine well <laughs> yeah so he has this flashback of how happy they were and then they <laughs> learn that germany is going to be they, they like the french are surrendering germany's going to be in paris in like a couple of days so they have to get out so they like book train tickets and they meet Sam in a bar and they're all going to go together. So this is how like the three of them know each other. Mm. Um, and then on the day where they're supposed to get on the train and go to Marseille to start that journey to Casablanca, um, Rick is waiting and it's pouring rain and Sam shows up and he goes like Rick is like, where is Ilsa? And uh, Sam says, well, she left this note and he opens it up and it says, I can't go with you. I can't be with you, but I love you so much. Please, like, don't forget me, blah, blah, blah. And like the mm. ink runs in the rain. Mm. And, and he's like, it's just a very sad kind of moment. Devastating. And then, yeah, we come out of the flashback. And uh, I did prepare a special additional drink for this bit because this is where Ooh. we get that gin, that gin joint line. So this is oh, my just a gin and soda water here. That oh, I got. Nice. oh my god, I thought it was all gin. I know. I thought it was. And I was just like, a cup of gin. I mean, it could it could be because I'm drinking non-alcoholic gin because I'm on keto right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But um, but he yeah he says of all the gin joints in all the like towns in all the world she had to walk into mine it's like mm-hmm. he's clearly broken up he didn't expect to see her again he's heartbroken but he's like yeah. he's become such like a toughened like non-emotional guy so this is like not a good night for him basically <laughs> so is this woman with that other guy the dude that's going to the uh, yeah place? yeah Ilsa is with Laszlo they're married yeah mm-hmm. oof um well yikes how much time do we think has passed well we learn a bit about this as we go uh, through the movie uh, um uh, because ilsa actually shows up ilsa actually shows up while rick is drunk and she wants to explain Uh to him what happened in paris and rick is just too drunk and he's like get the hell out of here basically (laughs) important plot detail i would want to know if i were him ilsa in the flashbooks uh does Fox. tell Rick that she did love another man before him, but he's dead. Yeah, there's a okay. there's like a thing that they have where they say like, oh, we weren't going to ask questions or something like that. And uh, at some point, oh, God, what's the. Well, he goes, he's shit. like, yeah, he's like, uh, you know, how, how am I so lucky to have you? 
Like, how is no one taking you, basically? Oh, yeah. He, he says, uh, who are you really? Uh, what were you before? What did you do? What did you think? Huh? And then... <laughs> And then she says, we said no questions. And then later. So he asks some every question yeah. ever. Yeah. 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 And, then, and then she does say that she, he basically says, or she says like, you're trying to figure out why there's not like, I'm not already taken. And he's like, yeah, basically. And she's like, well, I was, he's dead. Mm-hmm. She's so. like, so here we are. So I bet. So now, don't you? So feel you're number like an two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your second. Or best. like a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I mean, at this point, now we've set up that Ilsa and Rick know each other. You know, because they were in love. Ilsa and Laszlo are married. Laszlo is wanted by the Germans. Uh, he wants to uh, get him and Ilsa out of Casablanca. The Germans and the French want to keep them in Casablanca and Rick wants nothing to do with it. But now he's being drawn in because he knows her. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of like your your first act, I guess, really, of this movie. Oh, yeah, I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. I never okay. I'm never clear on where the first act ends. <laughs> Are there multiple yeah. fade outs that go into the next scene? Is that the transition of choice? There are lots of there I, there there are lots of crossfades I would or say like, in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This lots movie of takes place over basically like three days, right? Yeah, oh. it's it's quick. This is not yeah. like a, a long time. It's mm. it's maybe seventy two hours. It might be two days. Yeah, I'm trying to wow. think. Yeah, because then the next day does everything happen that whole day? Oh no, there's a there's no. A you're, third you're, day. You're yeah. right. There's a third day because there's. Well, there's at least two nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two nights, full show. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do they get um, jiggy with it? Oh, uh, we can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <gasps> they <Maybe>. do. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, Will Smith did jiggy a, with it. <laughs> Will Smith did a tie-in music video for this. Movie. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Like Wild Wild it's West. Just, it's just him on the runway with the plane, just doing the getting jiggy wow, with it. Wow, wow, Wiss. <laughs> I'd be so happy. Someone quick oh send an email to Will Smith He's just and like, invite him to do that. Come the Germans. <laughs> Was that Nazis Michael Jackson? taking over. Come to Casablanca. That's a good. Ha ha That's his style. Morocco. <laughs> That was, is that supposed that to be nice. Miami? No, that's supposed to be uh, Welcome to Earth. <laughs> oh, oh, is I this see. from I Space Jam? <laughs> what? Is this from no, Space no, Jam, the movie? In, that's, he's doing Men in Black, oh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Will Smith right. was not in Space Jam. I'm no, sorry. No, that would have been incredible if he was. Oh, God. That would have been great. He should have been. <laughs> Well, how come I didn't get a package of the alcohol required for tonight? <laughs> I should. I should express we mail. Could, <laughs> but we won't. I'm just gonna make another little note here on your report card. Damn oh. it! Oh, oh no. man, that was my. I really like brandy face. Ugh. Yeah, it looked like it. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I prefer Monica. <laughs> so. Late nineties. One, R&B two, three, four, five. Everybody, that one. Take no, my last drive to the. <laughs> what is that one? Was it like they, Brandy and Monica they both... were two like rival R and B singers from like? The oh, late I 90s didn't know 2000s. Monica, but I only knew Brandy, so we can say who's oh. more relevant. I was yeah, thinking of enough. that uh, Mumbo Num- Number Five song. 
also iconic. It's sort of a shame that they don't play it in Rick's Cafe America. They could. It was definitely yeah. of the times. Totally. Um, speaking of, speaking of, we left off oh, finishing act that? one-ish. um yeah so the next day so after rick has gotten drunk and told ilsa to leave and he's had this very sad flashback and we're like Mm -hmm. oh rick's so complicated Um, (laughs) then then the next day uh ilsa and laszlo go to the like the prefect's office like they were instructed to where they meet with captain renault and major strasse um and um and the german tells him that like you will never escape casablanca we're never gonna let you leave um you know, like you know that I know that you better get comfortable because you're going to be here a very long time. We've got our eye on you, uh, and they do this sort of dance in that meeting where they're kind of dancing around each other. That's the meeting where Captain literally Renault dancing. Says, we're like we're filling out the report on Ugarte. We're trying to decide if it was suicide mm. or he was shot. Um, just mm-hmm. showing how corrupt and like nonchalant he is with like just tossing the law around. Uh, hashtag defund the police. <laughs> um and yeah um and then so they leave that meeting and they go like obviously we still have to try and get out of Casablanca so they go to the blue parrot which is where uh that's the bar the rival bar that Signor Ferrari runs mm-hmm. Signor um, Ferrari they go there to get uh to try and get transit papers and um Rick is just leaving there mm. um uh, <gasps> he sold uh, his bar not not quite uh rick and ferrari are sort of they're they're chatting uh rick basically says like ferrari says i i would bet money that you know where those transit papers are and rick goes yeah i know where they are but like i'm not gonna say anything and then uh ferrari tries to like cut himself a deal like i'll help you like sell the papers but i'll just take a fee Mm. or whatever and rick's like no i'm not gonna sell these things so you're like oh rick's gonna try and get out of casablanca and then Rick also says, I'm, I'm here right now so they can search my place. They're not going to find those papers. So he, everyone's playing this game, trying to get these transit papers. So mm-hmm. um, Rick leaves and Laszlo mm. goes in to talk to Ferrari outside. Rick and Ilsa uh, talk a bit. And Rick is like, I'm not drunk now. Do you want to tell me what you're going to tell me? And Ilsa's like, no, <laughs> oh, I don't man. think I don't. I, like, of course I don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm upset. Um, yeah, and then Ferrari think- basically says that he can only get them one transit because uh, he doesn't have the ones they're looking for. He said, I can only get one of you out. And Laszlo says, that's not good enough. I won't leave Ilsa. Ilsa is, like, won't leave me. So mm. uh, Ferrari she says, might- I suggest you talk to... She's... <laughs> Um, Ferrari says then I suggest you talk to Rick because I would bet a bunch of money he knows where those stolen papers are so why don't you go talk to Rick and Ilsa is like ah shit I gotta go to my ex for (laughs) god damn yeah yeah, I mean having to ask an ex for a favor is not great it is awkward in in its own way yeah Um, so they have to do that so that evening um, oh there's this weird kind of sort of C plot where at Rick's that evening, this like young woman sh- shows up at Rick's like, you're underage. What are you doing here? And she's like, oh, I'm here with the with Captain Renault. And you had sort of heard something about her earlier. There's an mm-hmm. implication that Captain Renault will sleep with people and give them transit papers. 
Um, oh, so this young I woman is like that implication. <laughs> well, because and she's uh, underage. She's underage in the forties. Wasn't the drinking age like twelve? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not in Casablanca, uh, baby. Hey, it's at the end of that. It's at the end of that meeting scene with the police. The secretary or someone says like, "Oh, so and so is here with a visa issue." And uh, Captain Renault says, like, oh, send her in. And he starts, like, it's like the implication <laughs> is that he's going to try and trade sex for a favor. Yeah. Um, so this young woman shows up and says, like, can I trust, uh, you know, Captain Renault? And Rick is like, no, like, no. don't just stop doing that. Like, don't do it. And uh, she's like, well, I just I have to do it. I have to, you know, like if. Oh, it's so pointed. She's like, if you were in love with someone. And and you would do something mm. for them, and they would never found out about it. But you did it because you loved them. Like mm. and Rick is like, because he's thinking about it. Also. <laughs> um, and Rick is like, listen, this is a bad idea. And Rick basically goes to the back where the casino is, finds her like actual partner, and basically rigs the game so he wins a bunch of money. And then he goes mm. like, cash that, get out of here, never come back. So you mm. see that like Rick is is sticking his neck out for people mm. he does have a heart he's got a soft spot he's starting to pick a side basically yeah um yeah. ilsa showing up has sort of like brought the freedom fightery kind of thing in him uh back mm-hmm. to the surface mm. um uh so do so they explain happens. more about that or not so much so explain more about like the freedom fightery thing yeah, not that much. It, it's really just to. Do they have have they had that they have that scene uh, with the captain in his back room where he basically like basically lays it out like, oh, you fought uh, with the the Spanish Revolution and all that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like they they were fighting against Franco basically, uh, mm-hmm. and then he ended up in Paris after Franco won <laughs> um, <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So basically that all happens. And then Laszlo shows up and says, like, I was told to talk to you, Rick. Can we go to your office? And then he's like, can I get those transit papers? And Rick's like, no. He's like, I'll give you 100,000 francs. And Rick's like, no. And he's like, I'll give you 200,000. He goes, make it make it a million or three. I'm not going to give you those papers. Because Rick mm. has this plan in his head that he's going to finally get out of Casablanca. And then when mm-hmm. Laszlo asks why Rick won't sell them, Rick says, ask your wife, which is like, boom, <laughs> my drop. Upsetty uh, spaghetti. Um, this is probably like the most, it's one of the most iconic scenes of the movie, I think, because they leave the office and the, the, all the German soldiers are in there and they start singing the German national anthem. And it's like really like putting a sour mood in the joint. Um mm. Um, I don't know the German national anthem other than like the beginning, but I'm not going to sing it because <laughs> it doesn't have words anymore. Fun fact: if you sing with words, Man. it's the Nazi anthem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm um, sure you do know the French national anthem, though. I only know a little bit. So basically, the Germans are singing that, and Laszlo goes over to the band and says, "Start playing La Marseillaise," which is the French national anthem. And Rick kind of gives them a nod uh, to do it. So again, he's picking a side. Mm-hmm. Um, and the band starts playing, and the whole bar gets up and goes, Les enfants de la patrie. Mm-hmm. And it's this like sing off kind of <laughs> between the German soldiers and everyone else in the bar. And they win. And Strasser the German soldiers or everyone else? No, everyone else. Like the Germans okay. stop singing. 
And Strasser mm-hmm. goes to Captain Renault and basically says, did you see what he just did in the bar tonight? He's too dangerous to even leave alive in, Ca- in Casablanca. We basically have to kill Laszlo. <laughs> Um, okay it's sort of that's because they had a sing-off revolution <laughs> yeah mm, yeah I see. the germans lost a sing-off and they decided the murder <laughs> was the way to go but again keep in mind this is world war ii the germans are notoriously the bad guys <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> this is not the worst thing they've done at this point um, <laughs> we want um, to go to nationals <laughs> so. yeah Mm. Yeah, it's a it's it's ein perfect pitch. <laughs> <laughs> What's the German word for glee? For glee, uh, do they have one? Glee, <laughs> glee. Yeah, I think the word for glee is just whatever the word for like I'm fine is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, basically that whole thing sort of provokes the Germans to say, like, we can't even just leave Laszlo here. Like, he'll stoke, resur- like, insurrection and stuff. I was going to say resurrection. Insurrection. Resurrection. From Casablanca. The necromancer. Um, that would be an amazing turn for this movie. Oh, my Laszlo's God. a yeah. necromancer. <laughs> That'd um, be amazing. <laughs> um, so, cut to the hotel. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Captain Renault basically shuts the place down on Strasser's command. So they shut down Rick's bar because mm. the Germans are sore losers. Um, and, uh, and everyone is legal gambling leave. as the reason. Sure. Yeah, and as he says, I'm shocked to find out there's gambling happening here. And then someone comes up and says, Captain Renault, you're winning. So he goes, yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. um, That's funny. So then you cut to the hotel and Laszlo and Ilsa are there. And Laszlo's like, so Rick kind of told me to ask you why you won't sell these things and is there anything you want to tell me about Paris and she goes Mm. no and he goes (laughs) okay and then he goes were you lonely while I was in the concentration camp and you go ah that's what happened she thought he was dead in a concentration camp when she was with Rick in Paris Um, and Mm. Laszlo is like you don't have to tell me anything I get it it's fine, but like we really need Maybe to see should... Yeah. <laughs> um basically Also, like, what um, do you mean it's fine? You don't need to tell me. Probably a big detail. Maybe you should talk about what they make partner. they make Laszlo so like uh, so understanding and so kind because he really is he's supposed to be the leader of the resistance, right? Like mm-hmm. he's oh, yeah. Everyone, even though he's not the the lead of the movie he's like the hero of this particular story rick is like this side guy who is like i'm not getting involved and he's like damn it i'm inspired to heroism because of him because of ilsa okay yeah he's like he's like chaotic Mm, good or that's really upsetting i mean more chaotic because of revolution but Mm -hmm. rick yeah rick definitely shifts from that lawful neutral to like chaotic good by the end of oh really this movie yeah interesting if we're still using the D &D (laughs) yeah i like that uh, i'm gonna make up a chart for this in post yeah (laughs) yeah find a bunch of different pictures of rick at different stages yeah i think like Chaotic neutral is him crying over his drink, listening to as time goes by. Uh, um, this is good. Um, but yeah, so then Ilsa is like, okay, I've got a. Uh, oh, Laszlo is going to go to this like uh, meeting of the insurgents or whatever, this secret meeting. And Ilsa 
takes that opportunity to go and basically like break into Rick's apartment and she pleads with him. She wants those letters of transit. She's saying like, please like don't hold a grudge against me. It's something important. Uh, Rick refuses. And then she pulls a gun on him. She's like, please don't make me do it. And Rick what? walks right up to her and he goes like, go ahead. You'll be doing me a favor. And he's like, like um, he's, he's so sad. He's so, he's so broken. Is sad. Yeah. <laughs> They do. They He's do right kiss plain. in this. They do kiss oh, in no. this scene. It happens. Mm, not acceptable. Yeah. Um, she uh, she does finally explain to Rick what happened in Paris. Mm. Um, that she had uh, she was married to Laszlo the whole time, but he was in a concentration camp. She thought he was dead. Um, mm. and then she only learned he was alive like the day they were going to leave on the train. That's why she left. Mm-hmm. Rick, Yikes! Because she couldn't mm. go with him. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So, um, uh, oh, what happens then? Oh, um, Laszlo oh. and the Mater D show up because the cops busted their insurgency oh, yeah. meeting. Um, and Rick oh. is like, well, you gotta like turn the lights out, blah, blah, blah. He gets the Mater D to take Ilsa home. He doesn't let Laszlo know that Ilsa is there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Laszlo is like, listen, I I know mm. that like you're in love with uh, Ilsa. He's talking to Rick. He's like, I know that this is it. Um, um, and then Rick basically cuts a deal with uh with Renault. He says, you want Laszlo, you want to actually send him to like a concentration camp, but you don't have enough on him right now. So I'll set him up to like come oh, and buy the transit no. papers. And you could take him to prison. But what I want out of it is I keep the transit papers and I get out of here with Ilsa. Oh, I don't like that. And he basically makes this plan with Renault that he's going to set up, um, set up Laszlo so that he and Ilsa can get out of Casablanca. This is his chaotic evil moment right here. This moment in the movie. Yes, thank Um, you. And Renault is like, all right, I'll play your game. And Rick's like, don't bring any like cops with you. Come to my bar tonight. I'll set it all up. I'll even call him and set this thing up here in your office. So you know that I'm dealing on the level. And Renault's like, all right, great. It'll make me look good for the Germans. I'll take it. Um, oh, no. Yeah. And then so uh, uh, Laszlo and Ilsa show up for the getting the papers. And Captain Renault shows up and he says like, ha ha, we've got you. And then Rick says, ha ha, I've got you. And he pulls a gun on Renault and he double crosses him. Crisscross. And he says, uh, he says, you're going to call for like a cab. We're going to the airport now. You're coming with me. Um, And Renault makes like one of those like coded kind of calls to Strasser to alert him that something's going down at the airport. Mm. Yeah. Um, So things are like moving, moving, moving. Uh, We get to the airport. And Rick makes uh, makes Renault fill in the letters of transit, and he says, "Fill them in for Victor Laszlo and Ilsa." And mm. everyone's like, "What?" And he's like, Ooh. "Listen, you two have to go. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to hold them off." Rick's like, "I'm not getting out of here." And his line to Ilsa is basically like, "You're the reason that Laszlo like keeps going. If you don't go with him, he'll lose the fire. He won't be the insurgent leader they need him to be." You belong mm. together. You have to go with him. That's where you get the maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but someday soon for the rest of your life, you'll regret it. Because she That's wasn't going to go on. She wasn't going to go with him. No, she, she was, was going to stay. She was going to stay. Was, she, really? she was like, she was ready to stay with Rick. 
What? Uh, because she kind of has, she sort of has fallen back in love with him. Um, and she was ready to stay. And he's like, you can't, you got to go like, yeah, Renault, you sign these papers so that now these I two strongly can get dislike this movie. Um, <laughs> this is Rick's big, like hero turn. Um, okay. and then, um, they get on the plane. It starts taking off and the Germans show up and oh, the, they shoot uh, down Strasser the plane. Everybody is, dies. Strasser is going to make the call so that they shoot down the plane and uh, Rick kills him and Renault does nothing. Oh. Renault's sort of like, listen, he, he kind of has a line earlier in the movie where he's like, I go where the wind goes. Like, I'll I'll play for whoever is winning. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus. Because he's just spineless. Basically. He's trying to survive. Yeah. Um, well, and then when Rick sort of hatches this plan and Renault thinks that they're going to trap Laszlo, I think he says something like, I'm going to miss you, uh, Ricky. You're the only man in Casablanca with fewer scruples than me. Um, but basically Renault lets Rick kill Strasser other uh, French cops show up and Renault goes uh, Major Strasser has been shot round up the usual suspects he doesn't turn Rick in Mm. Um, who do you think the usual suspects are yeah that's what I'm thinking (laughs) is like do they just have these people people? (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) every freaking incident that ever happens in Casablanca they're like bring them in Bring them in. They're just yeah, having exactly. tea with their mom. Yeah. So, I mean, the plane takes off. Um, we, I, we, that scene before the, they get on the plane and the plane takes off is where you get the, like, we'll always have Paris. Mm-hmm. I think he says, mm-hmm. like, we didn't, we didn't have it, but then you came back to Casablanca. We got it back because of you. So, like, Rick is like, this is Rick's, like, Phantom of the Opera. Like, it's <laughs> over now. <laughs> like, and he does great. He does say if the famous line that he says throughout the whole movie, here's looking mm-hmm. at you, kid. Yeah, it says, here's looking Aww. at you, kid. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a and, fun... Yeah, so they take off. The German is dead. Uh, Renault and Rick have covered it up. And Rick congratulates Renault on finally becoming, like, a patriot. And then Renault, <laughs> oh. he, th- he throws out a bottle of Vichy water. Uh, which sort of symbolizes him like kind of casting off the Vichy regime and being more of a heroic person um, mm-hmm. deciding to pick a side. Uh, and then basically the two of them uh, decide that they're going to like kind of go off on an adventure together and sort of join this resistance. I and, want that uh, Rick sequel. Says, yeah. yeah. Well, Rick says, uh, uh, Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship, uh, which is another iconic line from this movie. Yeah. Um, and the La Marseillaise plays and the movie ends. Yeah. How long is this movie? A couple Ooh. hours. Maybe About just under two hours. Hour 40. Hour 40. Yeah. yeah. It it moves, but part of it is because it's it's based on a play, so there's not too many sets. You can usually no. tell that when a movie's mm. based on a play. The play was called Everybody Drinks at Rick's. Or Everybody oh, Comes I to like Rick's. It. That's what the play yeah. is called. Everybody Comes to Rick's. Uh, and then it was adapted. Uh, uh, for the movie now the movie was actually oh, made mm. in 19 or came Sorry. out in 1942 porn <laughs> version everyone comes at rick's oh yeah on rick's, <laughs> on rick's. <laughs> rick's dicks throbbing brandy mm. <laughs> yeah Mm-mm. but yeah i mean this movie is loaded Mm-mm. with those like iconic lines and so many of them are in that airport scene you get the the here's yeah. looking at you kid the regret mm-hmm. line the we'll always have paris the uh the i think this is the start of a beautiful friendship uh so uh, many like of all the joined, she had to walk into mine yeah this movie was is that the, there? yeah 
Not in no, that, that scene. Not the it's, in, it's in the movie. Oh, it's yeah. in the it's movie. In the movie. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're talking Come about the on, movie Will. in general. No. <laughs> this movie Pay is probably attention. one of the most quotable movies of all time. Like oh, when yeah. you mm. think of like iconic cinema quotes, uh, I'd say like a solid twenty of them are from this movie. <laughs> it's yeah, a cornerstone of who whose line is it anyway. But it's got <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it's got like an insane cast, right? Like we didn't even talk about who was playing whom for some of these, but uh, um, Captain Renault, the the French uh, like police captain, is played by Claude Rains, who was also the Invisible Man, and and stuff what? like that. You got Sid, uh, Sydney Greenstreet was uh, Senor Ferrari. Oh yeah, I didn't even mention you watch Rick sell his bar to Senor Ferrari and basically set Sam. I and his knew staff it. Up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does sell to Senor Ferrari right before is this, this like- plan goes through. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is before the plane scene. Yeah, when he Yeah, said, it's um, like it's when it's like when Renault thinks that they're going to capture Laszlo and Rick's getting his affairs in order and you think he might try to leave Casablanca. He doesn't go with Sam? Sam doesn't join him on no, his next he, adventure? He, oh no. He leaves Sam. I think he says something like Sam gets like 25% of like the profits of <laughs> the, the yeah. price, which is like insane. Sweet. But, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he deserves but Sydney it. Green Street, the guy that plays Ferrari, was from like a uh, like Key Largo, like a bunch of these sort of film noir movies from the era. It's it's mm. stacked with like incredible actors, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I know all of them. <laughs> I didn't I Google only a really single know this one. My dad is like a crazy Humphrey Bogart fan and loves film really? noir. So like grew up with a lot of this stuff mm. because my dad is crazy into it. Yeah, we never asked you actually the first time you'd seen this movie or oh, yeah, your connection we... to it. Yeah, oh god, when is the first time I saw this? I don't know that I have like a clear memory of the first time I saw it, but I was probably like maybe in high school or something like that and it was probably just watching it at home with my folks. Um I probably <laughs> watch it though like crazy. once a year or something hmm. now cuz I just really like it. It's a it's a fantastic movie. I, th- I think sometimes those movies from older eras age poorly because it's like the acting style of like how you mm. faint on screen and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff kind of seems silly. But Casablanca, for the most part, is pretty grounded. It's basically the way you would shoot it now, uh, not like cinematographically, but like in terms of how they're acting, like it's not super mm. over the top. It's a lot of just like sort of staring off into the middle distance. It's very like introspective. Mm-hmm. It's like a way that most movies from that era weren't. Most movies were like playing it too much because they were like, yeah. we don't know how to do film. But yeah. this movie was like just so like kind of down to earth. And I think that's part of why it ages so well. It's also just like it's a movie about the war, but you're not watching battles or soldiers. It's a movie mm. about love, but no one ends up happy. It's <laughs> like mm. it's a it's it's a movie that like kind of I don't know. It's like comfortable not tying up every loose end. Like hmm, you don't damn. know what happens to Laszlo. He could die. You don't know that he makes it like to the end of the war. We don't see like a montage of like you know Victor Laszlo went on to be like yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. nothing like that. The movie just ends like like the the fight keeps going. But I think that's also because they made it in forty two and they didn't know how the war was going. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. True. Well, they you know, made like, this. Wait, they, and they didn't. Did they make this movie while the states was still neutral? Right. The states didn't well, enter. See, now this is the tricky thing. I can't remember what what uh, when Pearl Harbor was. If it was forty one or forty two, I think it was forty one. 
Attack on Pearl Harbor was December 7th, 1941. And they say it's December 1941 in the movie. So mm. technically, I would say the U.S. is maybe only just on the brink yeah. of entering the war mm-hmm. um, in the in the, the span of this movie. So it could be that they actually do think it's hopeless and that, you know, then Victor Laszlo flies off and unrelated the U.S. enters the war and the tide turns and it's that sort of hopeful thing. But mm-hmm. I don't know that they necessarily knew that. Yeah. Hmm. I when I googled Pearl Harbor, I um I almost said two thousand one because that's when the movie came out. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh my Is god! That- are you telling me? Are you telling me that both nine eleven and the movie Pearl Harbor came out in two thousand one? What a bad year! Oh my god! Oh no! Coincidence? Mm. <laughs> what a bad year for American tragedy! Oh, god. So. Is Pearl Harbor the movie with that like opening scene has like some blue eyed baby boy get not a baby, but a baby soldier boy get stabbed in the forehead? What's that one? Stabbed in the forehead in Pearl Harbor? I don't no. think so. I can't What's imagine the other war Pearl movie? Harbor, the whole point of Pearl Harbor was that it was an aerial surprise attack. I can't imagine it starts <laughs> what with a knifing. Was the other one then? <laughs> Saving Private Ryan? Ryan? No. Black Hawk Down. No. We were soldiers. Uh, no. Enemy at the gates. No. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite World War movie. No, it's like mm. a one worder. It's not Inception. That's for goddamn sure. But I feel like it's got the same amount <laughs> of syllables. Oh, it's Passchendaele. Oh, the well, that's Passchendaele. World War One. Yeah. Yeah. I think perhaps it was that one. Have you seen Passchendaele? Sorry, hang on. I don't hang know. on. You haven't seen Casablanca, but you've seen Canadian World War One movie Passchendaele. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> wow. It's a crapshoot. Have you not seen Passchendaele? I thought that was I a movie. I've seen it. No, I've seen it. And I didn't know it was a Canadian movie, but I guess that yeah, makes it's, sense. Uh, it's Paul Gross, right? Sure. <laughs> Paul Gross, he played the Mountie in Due South. Yep. He was in Men with Brooms. Oh, yeah. Slings and Arrows. Stop. You're just saying words now. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Let me take another dainty drink. <laughs> I just like that I can't see where you're setting it off from. It looks like you're just always holding them and then just rise them in. <laughs> Ring. I just Let summon just... them when I need them. Yeah, yeah. That's literally what it looks like. Oh, man. Okay, well, I'm curious. I'm... I'm curious if any of this rambling has inspired you to watch Casablanca. You know, I was just thinking as you were wrapping it up, I was like, this seems like such a short movie that I feel like I do want to watch it this evening. How, how many times after this podcast do you actually go and watch the movie? How many successful conversions to watch the movie? Have you, what? <laughs> Hasn't happened them? yet. No, not even no, like it's great. furious. Listen, <laughs> Not even the movie that my roommate talked about that uh, probably once every week is like, hey, tonight we should watch fucking uh, what's it called? And no I'm country just like, for old I'm men. busy. Yeah. He's like, no country for old men tonight. And I'm like, mm, no, busy. <laughs> wow. OK, I really hope you watch Casablanca, though, because it's you know so good. What I saw a little bit of, I actually can't remember the name. It's oh, calm down. It's like the knockoff version of Fast and the Furious. What's it called? <laughs> Need for Speed. Uh, yes. Saw a little bit of that. With, uh, you Jesse, Jesse Pinkman. <laughs> yeah. Just I saw just a little bit of that one. Wow. And that was oh. crazy too. But damn, oh, we man. can't do that movie. 
Yeah, yeah I just saw gotta, a little you, bit of it. So you you got to watch Fast and the Furious. He lives his life a quarter mile at a time. I watched Triple X with Vin Diesel, and I will oh, no, no longer pay for another <laughs> Vin, Diesel Vin Diesel movie. movie. I I don't think this is I don't think this is outrageous to say. I will one hundred percent say that Casablanca is a better movie than Triple X. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure it is. I think you come here for pretty the hot much takes, right? <laughs> anything. Oh, you know what? Rick Blaine sounds like a character Vin Diesel plays. Yeah. That's, oh, that's totally. Definitely. Rick Blaine, I'm here to introduce you to the Avengers Initiative. <laughs> I don't what is get it. Initiative? Yeah. <laughs> Neutrality. Just yeah. kidding. Um, getting getting drunk and angry. That's is it on bad. Netflix though? Is Casablanca? It is. I think it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It, it might was be. a long it's, time it's ago. It's a good question. I I honestly don't know. It's not. It just feels I, like a fast one and one that would make me feel smart watching it. <laughs> don't you ever feel that way when you watch a, a an old movie? Like, yes, you're totally lost. You're like, I have no fucking clue what they're talking about. But I feel like. I'm watching it and probably my next door neighbor's not watching this, so I'm better than them. Oh, right, right. Like you get like the film cred for for watching it. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I I'm know all about mean. film cred over here. Okay. <laughs> there's also the thing too where like because they're such like snappy talkers, like all that dialogue is so like yeah. everyone's got a retort for what everyone else says. Like yeah. you finish watching it and then like if anyone asks you a question, you're gonna be the snarkiest you've ever been. You're like, what's you, it to like, you, huh? It's, it's so goddamn cool. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's smoking. We didn't even talk about this. The whole movie is just people smoking and drinking oh, yeah. and playing roulette yeah. and being like, eh, hey, Sean, she's a beautiful dame. See, and like whatever they're saying. It's just like the it's everything. I feel like the dainty glasses too. Yeah, I think <laughs> the energy from the film would definitely entice me to start smoking. Just because it seems so oh. glamorous. A hundred percent. Everyone smoked in the forties. Glamorous. They, they really did. It's. It's outrageous if you make it through that movie and don't take up smoking. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I think this, I'll thrive through that, but um new tagline for the podcast. This podcast will give you lung cancer. Yeah. No, but for real, I'm a little nervous about my breathing. I should go to a doctor. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. I mean, this is a a pretty a precarious time in our history to be having pulmonary I'm seri- concerns. <laughs> Honestly, it is not. Uh, it's not Corona related on account of I have had this issue for like probably two years now. But, I'll uh, be the judge of that. I'm the doctor here. Crazy. I mean, I'm pretty sure Humphrey Bogart died of either li- uh, lung or liver cancer because he died early. Like, yeah, he was sort of old when he broke into movies and he died at like 58 or something like that. Like he was in his late 30s or 40s when they did Casablanca. And he died pretty young. Mm. Um, and oh, it's, I, okay. it could have been because he smoked like yeah. a chimney. <laughs> yeah. Because, in his yeah, rider. the smoking. He had, to, he had to smoke in every sea. Well, Alenka, this yeah. is the time where I ask you. Yeah. Uh, my, how, many, how many kids are you looking at in this movie? What the fuck what? kind of dumbass question was that? I don't you know. sick I was cow? trying to find a reference that did not work. Oh, what I, 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 kids? Wait, I found a, I found a way to tie this back to something movie related. So uh, Will okay, uh, brought brought up children out of nowhere, and this movie yeah, was the screenplay. The screenplay was written by two gentlemen whose last name was Epstein. So 
<laughs> oh, perfect. So good. Brought it back. That's bumping your grade, honestly, because that was pretty good. Uh, apolo- apologies to uh, to Julius and Philip uh, Epstein. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope they're That's not related. Fine. They're probably dead. <laughs> um, I'm curious, though. What the fuck are you talking about, Will? When he says, here's looking at you, kid. Okay. Of all the lines in the movie, Very you went obscure. with how many kids are you seeing in this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Could have said gin joints, could have said transit papers, could have said no. uh, probably yeah. How many kids are you looking at yeah. in this movie? In the movie written in the movie written by Epstein, <laughs> how many kids are you looking at? How many kids am I looking at? Probably a grotesque amount, honestly. In that in that case. Oh. Um, oh, let's okay. not use this as our rating system, <laughs> though, shall we? It's bringing on much sadness. Let's all <laughs> remember. Okay, how 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 many, how many cafe Americans? Never forget, do you Epstein get killed himself. Ooh. Just kidding. Um, how many cafe Americanos <laughs> did I drink <laughs> before Americanos. this podcast? Oh, baby, uh, you got that espresso and then that hot water. Americano version with I would like a side of Swiss chocolate. That's what I'm reading. Is that what an Americano is? You just add water to espresso? Hot water, yeah. Basically, yeah. Oh and man, fall. Americans can't do anything right. Not Sorry to your American <laughs> listeners. Oh man, Americans suck. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. What did you think it was? I don't know. I, I just I just order things that sound cool. I have no idea what goes into them. <laughs> I love an Americano. Yeah. No, I definitely want one Americano for this movie. Uh, I'm going to say double shot of espresso because they're talking about two papers, which are called what again? <laughs> they're transit, transit papers. papers. Mm-hmm. Good. Maybe or a speed train to the Czech Republic. Like yeah. The, the guy, the law guy is Czech. Yeah. Laszlo is Czech. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna have to fact check yeah. that. <laughs> I really want a license plate that says "Check That Flow," uh, spelled C Z E C H. I think that's too many letters for a license plate. <laughs> nah, listen, I rate this movie well. I just am really thrown off by what Will said. So I, I just can't. I'm sorry. I. I I I well you know what we'll we'll always have uh instead of Paris we'll have the time before uh will referenced kids at Epstein. <laughs> we'll always have Epstein suicide. Just kidding. <laughs> really want to make it apparent that it definitely did happen. Um I'm going to find out if this is on Netflix cuz I do kind of want to watch this. And I know okay. I do genuinely say this. <laughs> Literally every time. You ingenuinely say this. <laughs> Do I? Well, yeah, because you've I never think... watched any of the movies. Oh, yuck. I, ha- I have to rent it on Netflix. Ooh. What? Doesn't look like I'll be watching it. What? How do you, How would you even do that? <laughs> no, you're right. When I Google, when you Google Casablanca Netflix, the actual like rent the DVD page shows up. Do they still rent do Casablanca that? Casablanca 1942 <laughs> on DVD so. and Blu-ray. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is it on Amazon Prime? It looks like it is. I might. Oh, there you go. But then I think I have to set up my Prime account. Oh, man. Well, I got to get back on Prime. I got to start season 13 <laughs> of Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Haven't seen it. Don't want to see it. Oh, my God. You're missing okay. out. 
Hot guys, hot show. That's why I'm there, baby. Hot guys, <laughs> hot show, baby. <laughs> eh. Well, uh, Reed, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. Oh, well, today thank you. it's today this there, was... right? What time is it there? We're oh, only yeah. three hours apart, and you're oh, ahead tr- of me. <laughs> Wait, what? So True. is it like lunchtime for you right now? <laughs> it's three no, hours. It's, it's, it's almost seven. <laughs> it's only oh. three hours. Well, I don't know. It just felt like it was like three hours. It doesn't feel that much in the evening. It would but be you're fun like, if like it would be fun if like arbitrarily the Yukon was like, ah, oh, we're gonna go on uh, Japan time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But also I was thinking like you're drinking and like how early did you start? Three hours uh, ago. No, nine fifty two hours say, ago. I did I did not pregame for this podcast because like I said, I basically don't drink alcohol anymore and I was worried about what was what was gonna happen. <laughs> I still brought up Epstein's and I was just drinking these things. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't so, want to well, kick you out of your this is a big old cheat day for me though so that's okay oh boy did you have any past uh no i haven't it wasn't that big of a cheat day the cheat day was literally (laughs) this disgusting drink (laughs) so disappointing i'm so glad you wasted it on us yeah i'm very proud of you but i just feel like you're living a miserable life Oh, oh my god i mean uh, the the disappointment of that drink is emblematic of being on a diet. So uh, it's, that's uh, true. Yeah, we'll do better next time. Uh, I will try, <laughs> but next time is is probably not going to be as good. <laughs> well, I'm encouraged to come back. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You got you got to finish off that report card then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be getting an email from me. So I'm so stressed out. I'm so stressed out. And where where can our listeners hear more of the Podfather? Well, you can hear uh, you can hear me every week on Wednesdays on the Doctor DC podcast. It's a podcast about DC comics. Uh, we take listener questions. It's mostly just an excuse for us to have a silly time and talk about stuff. And uh, as of September, I'm, I feel fine announcing this here. Uh, as of September, there's a brand new podcast coming that uh, that I'm uh, I'm on called Ghost Facers, a supernatural rewatch podcast. We are starting no episode, way. season one, episode one. We're going to go all the way through all 15 seasons of Supernatural. Um, there's that's that starting many. In, that's starting in, in September. It's literally I. that's going to take me into my 40s. I think. So, <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Man. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, uh, and last week's episode was uh, was great, by the way. It was this week's episode, but it's last week's episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. We had we had Mimi Chan on Dr. DC. She mm. was uh, she's a, a kung fu master and she was like the animation model for uh, Mulan. Uh, and she came That's on to talk cool. about Wonder Woman. And mm. by the time you're listening to this tomorrow's episode, we have a really crazy special guest. Joining us to talk about the Doom Patrol now that season two is done. Ooh. Not announced yet. Not no announced sneaky yet. Sneaky peekies. Oh, uh, yeah. upsetty. We'll share it. Yay. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for having Although, me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, thank, thank you. you. Well, I got to um, go. I got to do the, the old plug Yeah, I was going to say, Will, are you going to plug us or are you just going to sit there and talk about children? Don't say plug you and then talk about children oh, in the I same said, sentence plug us 
will stop. I'm just going to leave this uncomfortable silence in. I hate you so much. <laughs> if you want to connect with us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram. That's at haven't seen a podcast and Facebook at haven't seen a podcast and on Twitter at haven't underscore seen underscore it. Uh, we post a lot of shit. We post uh, all our episodes there and snippets and pictures and tons of fun stuff. Uh, you can also go to our website, haven't seen a podcast.com. That's where you'll find all our episodes and the list of the movies Alenka hasn't seen. It's super long and ever growing. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can even like write a little review or a comment on your favorite episode. If you want. send us an go email ahead. though. Oh yeah. You can send us, you can send us an email. I probably mm-hmm. won't respond to it. Maybe. <laughs> okay. That that's good comms work. That's <laughs> good job, Will. Send, vastly send, disappointed. Send a me. heartfelt message to this <laughs> defunct email address we don't check. <laughs> it's yeah. probably spam, but <laughs> incredible. But yeah. But if you do want to leave us a review, you can leave us a review uh anywhere, you know, iTunes, Stitcher. Anywhere else you can leave reviews. I don't think you can review you on Spotify, but try it. Just like write something to them. To us? Oh, to Spotify. Yeah. And then maybe they'll forward to it us. to us. I don't know yeah. if we're that, we're that in with Spotify. Are we, Podfather? I am. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's It was Joe Rogan first, and now they're coming for you next. We're yeah, in yeah, a yeah. pretty tense legal battle with them. So. Yeah. Well, that makes uh. sense. <laughs> Yes. Re- I wish you were a fair, a great, what's it called? Our fairy, our fairy pod father. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? I, fairy god. I could be. I, I think I need to drink a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. All right. You don't have to do that. I don't want you to upset your, I don't want to throw off your ketones or whatever. Ketones. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have to, do you test your urine with the strip? <laughs> No, I'm nowhere near that intense. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm just winging it, like our, like our buddy Zach with, with his diabetes. I'm just winging it. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. yeah, take it about uh, as seriously as his diabetes. One last shout out to Zach Parsons. There you go. Yeah, uh, he gets enough. Well, you guys, I say thank you for watching, and unlike Will, moving forward, if you could just be better, that'd be great. <laughs>